You're listening to The Phil Better Show, brought to you by You Got a Friend in Me. Um, 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 da 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 dum. It's The Phil Better Show! This is Phil Better with The Phil Better Show. Thank you all. Thank you. That wasn't flying. That was falling with style. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host with the most feel better. And today I have an amazing guest again across the pond. He is uh, one half of Beyond the Box set. I have Harry. Harry, would you like to give a quick introduction? Uh, hello, my name's Harry. <laughs> what, what, what more do you want? I don't know. Uh, t- t- give us a little bit. Tell us a bit about your uh, okay, podcast. Well- and, uh, okay, well, uh, I've actually got two podcasts. Um, oh, so I've right. got Beyond the Box Set, where each episode we pitch prequels, sequels, and spin-offs to films that don't have any, um, which, yeah, it's great fun. So, like, for example, Forrest Gump, if there was a second Forrest Gump movie that came out in 2018, uh, well, what would that be like? Um, generally, the, the answer is not very good, and those sequels should not be made. But sometimes the ideas that we come up with are actually really good, really fun, and you know, I'd like to see some of them actually uh, come to fruition. Yes, yeah, I, I've, I, they're really good. Some I like them. I enjoy all of them, and I think they should all be come to fruition because they're just so <laughs> zany and good and fun. <laughs> That's just me, and I'm not blowing smoke. I'm I honestly, I think some of your ideas are some of the best. I even better than some modern movies. Oh, made you're too today. kind. Well, you've clearly not listened to uh, earlier episodes of the show. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I'll be honest, I didn't. Uh, I think I came on, I started listening, which one was it? Uh, I think it, oh, I'm forgetting it. It's the one with the Dennis Hopper where he goes crazy, kind of. Blue Velvet? Yes, I think it was either that one or the one just before Blue Velvet. That's like Drag kind Me of to Hell or something? It was before, oh wait, no, I remember the Drag Me to Hell. That one was just, that movie's just weird. <laughs> it is. <laughs> that was a good choice on my part. Yeah, I think it was around there that I started listening into the show. I think I've it's been a few months yeah. that I've been listening to you, and it's I I really really enjoy uh, listening to you guys because oh thank you guys you. are funny. Well, you guys got a great rapport, and I I was honored that you had me as a guest, <laughs> uh, and I was like amazed um, that you 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 wanted little old me from Canada on your show. <laughs> Well, no, um, it, it was a it was a really good episode. I mean, it's it's not out yet. I've not heard it, but uh, it was uh, it felt good when we were recording it. Oh yes, um, so I'm sure oh. it'll uh, come out really well. Yes, and you said you had a second podcast, which is that about? Yeah, that one's called Two Geeks Two Movies, and uh, for that one, uh, me and my co-host Ross, we uh, we pick two movies that are quite similar or have a lot of similarities. So, for example, Deep Impact or Armageddon. So Deep Impact and Armageddon, or Ants and a Bug's Life, as another example. Uh, both of those pairs of movies that both come out in the same year as each other, which I, uh, okay. I find interesting. Um, and so, yeah, we, we put those two movies, we uh, uh, break, break them down and talk about their similarities, their differences. We review them simultaneously. And uh, then we try and give a synopsis to both movies at the same time without making any uh, uh, specifics to any particular film. Oh, that's I, I, I've started listening to one, but uh, I was really busy at work, so I couldn't. And I'm all over the place with my podcast. But that one also is very interesting. 
the just the premise. You have very good premises for podcasts. I'm very jealous. <laughs> well, no, the, the the trick is I have a lot of premises for podcasts, and only like some of them actually happen. Hey, hey, you have two podcasts. You probably will have a third and a fourth soon. <laughs> soon you'll be nothing but podcasting. All your your whole day will be a podcast. Yeah, true, true. All right. So you, uh, when I was over uh, listening, or when I was on your guest on your show, blah, mm-hmm. words don't work well. <laughs> um, you you said that you wanted to talk about Pixar. Yes. Specifically, we wanted we were we were um, brainstorming. We came up with a top ten list of Pixar movies. Now, this is the hardest thing out of all the top ten lists I've done. It's because it, Pixar movies. It's very oh. difficult. And the issue is. Uh, well, for one thing, I've not seen all 20 Pixar movies. Same, um, same. So that was kind of a little easier for me because yeah, I was like, I didn't see this. No, 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 no. The, the ones, so I've, I've, I've gone ahead and I've, I've just actually ranked all 20 of them. So I've got a top 20. <laughs> um, but uh, the three that I've not seen, I've just put at the bottom. So that's not yeah, necessarily that's my opinion. Um, but uh, so here's my top 17 list, at least. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, how about you give us the seven bef- uh, below the top ten. So just the ones that, well, no, because that's going to give it away. I don't want to give it away. So we're gonna, we're gonna. We're, what am I talking about? Phil, Phil doesn't know what he's talking about. Just like normal on the show. So we're gonna start at start at number ten. Yeah. What is your number ten movie? My number ten is Up. Oh, interesting. See, now, see, this is again where it gets difficult because they are all so good. But then there's also a lot of them I've just seen once. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen Up once a few years ago, and I've not had time to rewatch it in uh, for, for this podcast. Um, so uh, yeah, like I've had I've had to rank it all the way down at number ten, but it feels like it should be higher. It is. It is a movie that has a lot of emotion and joy to it, but like like I like the the meme is this this uh, Up has a better story or love story than than Twilight or. The first five minutes of Up are better than most romantic comedies, mm. which is true. <laughs> that that first couple of minutes in Up, woo, yeah. it hits you, man. It's it's very it it's hard. very hard hitting straight away, and it's weird. It kind of does it the other way around. If you look at most films, even most Pixar films, they make you cry at the end. Yeah, no, this one hits you right at the start, and you're like, okay, I don't know where we're going from here. You're 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 already a raw emotion. Yeah. when you're watching this movie. Yeah. Oh. All right, yeah, we're and you, you decided to start with that. Start on the raw motion right away. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, when did you first see Up? Then I saw it in theaters. Uh, when did it? It came out in twenty. Was it twenty ten? No, two thousand nine. Oh, I was close. Um, I've got a list in front of me. Oh, that that makes sense. I didn't put the. I have the list, but I didn't put the dates. I should have. Um, Mine says Wikipedia. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, I th- was I dating. I think I was had I broken up or I was just started dating my ex around that time. I think either I either remember. way that make this that makes it all much more tragic. Of yeah, <laughs> you pick this film if you just started dating or you you just stopped dating somebody. Man, what a film to uh, oof. Yeah, yeah, it, <laughs> it, it hits in the feels, and it was not good. When did you see this first movie? Or this movie first? Um, I didn't see it in the cinema. I think this was around the time when I was uh, just not really watching many cinema releases, and uh, yeah, so I, I I missed a lot of I lost a lot of this era of Pixar, and 
yes, I must have watched it sometime afterwards, but again, only the once somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's never really got around to watching it again. There's, there was always another Pixar film to watch. It's such a good movie. I, it, it's 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 one that you want to watch, but you have to be in the mood to watch. I find mm. mm-hmm. because it deals with like that first like ten minutes that you have to be ready for that, and you can't skip it because it it's so important to the the story. Mm-hmm. So you have to get you have to be in the mood to watch that type of movie, Pixar. Yeah, yeah. So my number ten isn't as emotional as yours. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with Ratatouille. Ah. Uh. Okay, um, so this was one of the films I had to watch in preparation for this podcast. Um, I finished watching this this morning. What did you think of it? Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, oh. Yeah, I thought the the main character he's he's sweet. There's a there's a there's a, there's a good story going on. Um, uh, it's fun to watch. It's yeah, it's all all round great movie. Yeah, I, I it was my number ten because it as great as it is. It's well. It's better than the ones that I didn't put in my top ten, mm. um, but I just I found it really funny. Like the scene where it finally like it shows off that it's a rat <laughs> yeah. actually actually cooking and the craziness that happens. Then I just oh, yeah, I just laughed at this movie because mm. it's there's so much more co- comedic moments and then you do have that sub uh, so, small subplot of love in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I liked that. That was just a subplot. I think I like the films where it doesn't center around just a relationship and uh, Pixar's mm-hmm. quite good at that. Yeah, they 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 put they put in their relationship but they make sure that there's a lot more on top of it. They mm. they layer their movies, I find. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um yeah, unfortunately Ratatouille did not make my top 10. It's fine. I uh, I I figured it may have been uh not in your top 10 like but I was hoping it wasn't one of the 3 that you didn't see. No, no, no. Uh it it, it is 11. Um Oh, okay. <laughs> And uh, the, the the three I've not seen, just I'll throw this out there now, um, it's The Good Dinosaur, Cars 2, and Cars 3. I am right there with you. I've not seen those three either. Yeah. I wanted to see The Good Dinosaur, but I just, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't feel a connection to it to go see it. Yeah, I've heard the, the, the reviews were just like, eh, it's fine, or whatever. Yeah. If I if I had a kid, probably I would have gone and seen it because it, it felt for me it felt more for children. Yeah, yeah, than it did. the adult. All these other movies though, they like the ones in my top ten. They all are kind of adult, kind of like the old school Disney movies mm-hmm. where they're made for kids, but adults really can get a lot of enjoyment out of them. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. All right, I'm gonna go with my number nine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Finding Nemo. Oh, controversial. Yeah. <laughs> controversial um <laughs> sorry it's just, it's just my, my, my finding nemo is in a very different place well up is in a different place for me as well so <laughs> um so i i put finding nemo because i for me i have a distinct memory of sitting watching it with my family mm-hmm. and just enjoying and laughing at the silliness that happens and that i, I always remember the shark scene where fish are friends not food <laughs> And I just the movie is so quotable. Oh yeah, the the turtle. Um, oh, there's so many like great things, and I like just talking about it. I'm getting flashbacks of like the child with the braces tapping on the on the bag. Yeah, just so many great moments in that film. Um, yeah, but that's what Pixar is. They're great at making memorable scenes. Like you may not remember the whole movie, but you remember like distinct parts of the movie. I think that uh, Finding Nemo is uh, it's miles ahead of a lot of the Pixar films. That's fair. Because it is so quotable, so memorable. Yeah. 
and yeah. Well, anyway. I, um, what did you do uh, for number nine? What's your number nine? My number nine is Wally. Again, another. Now, uh, it's kind of controversial. I only watched this one uh, for the first time uh, at the start of this year. Um, we did it on Beyond the Boxer, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it was good. It was good, but uh, now see this um, same as well. Some others on this list. They're much newer releases. Well, not new releases. Sorry, um, I've only seen them more recently, so I don't have the the emotional. Sorry, the um, nostalgic connection I've got to other films yeah. such as Finding Nemo. Um, so yeah, there's th- there's that going for it as well, or not going for it in this case. Yeah, Wally's a good movie. I just it's so cute, and the the fact that they were able to do nearly a whole movie without any talking. And you still mm. get that connection to the the characters in that. I found that amazing. And it's still funny. It's got levels. It's to be fair, actually, this is one that is built around a romance. Mm-hmm. It, it, but it's done so well. Yeah, it's it's not your typical romance. That's what I like about it. No, they uh, they 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 switch the genre of romance, if you will. Mm. So yeah, yeah, it's a good way of putting it, actually. Yeah. So uh, it, you said you did this for your uh, Beyond the Box. So what was one of the uh, sequels that you came up with of wally if you can remember um, if you can remember oh this is like all the way back in january (laughs) Uh, there's been a few pints since then i think that a few hundreds (laughs) oh god that's that don't 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 get me thinking about that all right no worries Um, we'll we'll move on we'll be sorry i'm 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 just looking up on the on a beyond the box set website just to see if john included it in the uh, description oh no i don't think he did Ah. damn it's fine. It's fine. All right. Yeah, I'm sorry. I cannot remember. Do do please go and check out episode 46 of Beyond the Box Set. Wally Two, a garbage movie. Is, is uh, one of the, one of the one of the titles we did. Oh, I'll, I'll you know what? I'll link it specifically. That's the episode we're going to link in the uh, the show notes. So specifically, Wally Two, a garbage film. <laughs> I feel bad saying that because it's like Wally's not a garbage film. It's an amazing piece. Oh. But it is all about garbage, pretty much. So it makes sense. I'll allow mm. it. Um, what is your number eight, sir? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, sorry, I, I have to find a bit about Wally. So we said, so John, in part of his description, said, oh. you can tune in using the links above and find out what we came up with, including a prequel that explores Wally's creation story. Ooh. Solid, solid idea. Yeah, the origin story. And a sequel short that revisits Wally and is it Eve or Evie? I think it's Evie. Evie. As they take their relationship to the logical next step, parenthood. Oh God! Actually, you know what? Both of those sound great to to, to watch. Yeah. Jeez. Um, I've got a feeling that, that there was like with the creation one, there was there was a wall A, a wall B, a wall C, a wall D, and getting to a wall E, of course. Um, of course, that only makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's where Wall E went. Okay. Now, uh, my 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 number eight on the. Top 10 Pixar list. Now, again, this is another controversial one. Eight is Toy Story. Oh, very controversial. But I'm... Yeah, I'm, I, 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 don't, I don't know if I've made the right decision here. It's it's difficult because I've got a lot of nostalgia for this. But I have equal nostalgia for Toy Story 2. And I always prefer Toy Story 2. And so... Oh, I'm going to have to fight you on that. I'm going to I'm going to legit fight you on that. I have I have Toy Stories on my list and it's higher up for me. Um yeah. but I'm going to have to fight I I so low on the list. 
well, see, I watched this when I when I was a lot younger, and I was scared of Sid. Oh yeah, of course. So, yeah, I I I just never really got past that. Um, you know, obviously, I'm not scared of Sid anymore. Well, well uh, you never know. He, you never know. I realize he's not real. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's you know, there's that. Um, but that that kind of took something away from from the film for me. Like I never, I didn't watch it as much because it was, it was scary. Makes sense. Makes sense. I can understand. I still have a hard time watching E.T. and Dumbo, so I can understand being scared of Sid. <laughs> well, anyway. Um, but yeah, Toy Story, the, the Pixar's first movie. Yeah, the um, breakout, uh, breakout movie. Yeah. That, um, what, what, what did you think when you watched it? Uh, I fell in love with it. Just the characters, because it, it brought me back because I used to believe my toys were real. When I when I first mm. watched it, I I think I saw it in cinemas. It's it's been a while. Like this is ninety, came out in ninety five, right? Yeah, ninety five. I was two when it came out. Jesus, making <laughs> me feel freaking old. Um, I was uh, wait, I think I, uh, Jesus, I was ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was ten. If it came out in ninety five, okay. I was ten when it came out, and I used to always believe my toys uh, were real. They would talk to each other. So for me, I have like direct nostalgia in that, and I, I just love it. Mm. And just always going back and reading up on the movie, you find out so much, like just the the details that they did from each, like from Toy Story one to Toy Story three, just so much. Mm. Oh, it's amazing! I it's a absolutely it, it it's a cinema changing movie. Like it, oh, yeah. it changed the film industry. It did. It changed animation and it changed uh, movies in general. So, yeah, I still can't believe you have it at number eight. <laughs> I'm sorry, but some of the other ones just yeah, come on. It's a, we we agreed it's difficult. It is. Oh um, yeah, we, what, it's the hardest list I've done. So and and I'm I'm really not sure if I if I agree with my own list. So <laughs> that's you how know. you know it's a good list. Yeah. Um, okay, what's yours? Mine is Inside Out. Uh, okay, well, I've got that as number seven. Okay, that's so. fine. I have Wally as number seven, so we'll go straight to six afterwards. But I have Inside yep. Inside Out because I did move uh, when I was younger, like three times. So the her moving and losing everything mm-hmm. and going through those emotions and kind of like graduating into the second level of emotions, if you will, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, going from yeah. your base emotions to more complex and losing your imaginary friends. And it just also Lewis, uh, Lewis Black is one of my favorite comedians. So him in the movie was great. Um, mm-hmm. It's just there was just so much in this movie. And I love how the same emotions were in each one of the people and just mm. they just look different and different. One of them had more p- control, if you will, on than the others. Uh, it was just this movie was uh, just so good. This yeah, <laughs> and like making making them like the just the sad person, the sad character. Like you just fall in love with it because it's like I'm feel I feel so bad for you. You're so awesome. You're trying to be good, but you're you're making sadness with stuff and mm-hmm. and you can actually imagine. Like obviously, I saw this when I was older, but watching it as a kid, you can actually imagine. That that's going on inside your brain. Mm, yeah, um, it really stuck out for me. For well, the re- I'd love to say all the reasons you said, but you've drawn on personal experience there, which I really do not have with uh, with these situations. But 
it, that one, that one, it's another hard hitter. But unlike Up, this one hits hard. I feel like throughout the entire film. Yeah. Um, even though it definitely has its moments, like I forget what that character's name was, but that's that one character who dies, like midway through the film. The 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 imaginary character, right? The imaginary. Yeah, friend? yeah, yeah. That, that's oh, it. Yeah. Oh God, that was hard. <laughs> Take her to the moon for me, okay? That just hits you. How did they do that? Like, you've never seen oh. this character, and then all of a sudden, it's like, this is the most important character, and he dies, and you're like, I, 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 but, 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 <laughs> and you're like, I, you're starting to well up, and you're like, oh my god, this is, I, why am I attached to this character? It's just shown up. Mm. Oh, mm. I, I hate Pixar for that. Yeah, you know what? Can I change my list? <laughs> I want to put this higher. <laughs> you just reminded me of, of what, what it's all about. If, <sighs> Well, we you can put it higher because we haven't done number seven yet. You can change it. I'll allow it. Oh, this 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 this, this was my number seven, but I'll. Uh, oh yeah. If I could if I could switch seven and six, that'd be great. Fine. What's what's your moving for number six? Uh, seven. Your new seven. Okay, so so my new seven um, is now Brave. Ooh. Ooh okay. What what what's this about? So I only watched Brave uh, last night. Okay. Um. So. Not only am I uh, brave for me, I have it a little higher up, not too high up, but all right. Uh, oh, oh, I thought you. I, I took your tone to mean like, oh god, why, why does he pick brave? No, 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 no. I love brave. Um, mm-hmm. One, it's because my grandfather is Scottish, mm-hmm. so it, it, it just, I, for me, it just feels a lot. I feel connection to it through that because he passed away uh, when I was much younger. Um, right. So it, for me, I'm watching it, and I, I when the dad's there. I hear the voice. I hear my grandfather. So for me, there's uh, that connection. It brings back a lot more emotional connections uh, from my mm-hmm. personal life. But I just enjoyed mm-hmm. that there was this really super strong, independent female character, which mm. is something yeah. different in movies. And I feel like it kind of was near the beginning of the wave of the strong female characters, specifically mm-hmm. in animation and that. And I just, I don't know, I just really enjoyed her. And she seemed like someone like I would... I would generally have a pint with. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> like I, um, she, like she, she reminds me of those like characters that you when you walk into a bar or something like that. They're just there and they're the life of the party. And you're like, I want to be around her. She seems fun. Mm-hmm. I I loved it how the film, for the first I don't know fifteen twenty minutes, sets it up as though um, she's getting married off to to one one of these three princes that she's never met before and she's not going to like it and they kind of make a lot of the story's going to be 
she goes on an adventure and comes around and decides that she does like that prince or she meets somebody else and then she picks them over the prince mm-hmm. or something but then very quickly well, very quickly after getting that feeling they just rule it out straight away and just like nope she doesn't she makes a very conscious choice that she doesn't want to be with anybody i'm like oh great that is a very fresh new direction i am merida firstborn descendant of clan dumbrock and i'll be shooting for my own hand what are you doing Oh yeah, no. Um, they they really just really did great with this. The animation is beautiful. I love how they. Oh my god! Like the the opening the opening shot, like it's sweeping like down, like like sort of down a mountain to a big green opening where they, where the dad has a fight with a bear. Yeah. Um, and uh, at that point, I was like, is is this real? Like, are they just gonna have animated characters on top of real life footage? And I'm like, no, no, that's all animation that still also doesn't stick out compared it doesn't look like um uh, the opposite of essentially mary poppins in a cartoon world yeah you know or, or no, a be- better example sorry like space jam it doesn't look like space jam yeah no it's um it's it's visually and, just so pleasing to watch yeah and it, it it i love how they they're they kind of incorporate a lot of the celtic uh style kind of like the book of kells at points yeah, and I I really love how they kind of like modernize it, but keep it authentic, and yeah. uh, it's just it's beautiful to watch. Like just watching it, just for the vision, not even like muting it and watching just the visual of it is is astounding. It's I think it's one of Pixar's most beautiful films that they've done. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just visually pleasing to the eyes. Yeah, they've done very well with it. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to look up how many uh, um, animation Oscars Pixar has won. <laughs> Probably all of them. Uh, I, I, I doubt they have. I they sh- kind of think they should have won a lot. Yeah, because because I know that Brave did. Um, oh, this is this is a difficult fact to just find out. Can't, why can't just why can't Google just tell me? It should. should. <laughs> Google usually tells you good. Here, how many Oscars does? Pixar have there we go. Oh, nine. Got it. I, I win. Yeah, it's got nine for uh, Monsters Inc., Finding Nemo, The Incredibles, Cars, Ratatouille, Wall-E, uh, Wall-E, Up, Toy Story Three, Brave, Inside Out, and Coco. That's all for animation. Oh, for animation. In total, they have fifteen Academy Awards, nine Oof. nine Golden Globes, and eleven Grammys. Wow. Way to go, Pixar. Yeah. All right. So. Wow, so this is your number. Uh, yeah, brave brave is number seven and uh i moved inside out to number six because you, you you made me emotional <laughs> so wally's my number seven my number six is the incredibles ah okay see the incredibles never really clicked with me oh okay um uh, i'm quite sorry the incredibles i've actually put all the way down at number 15 it's it's fine i think i can sell it so you move them up i don't know if i will move them into your <laughs> top 10 but i think i can get close for me this is the perfect Fantastic Four movie. Now, I know it said a lot that this is the perfect mm. Fantastic Four movie, but I kind of grew up with the Fantastic Four comics and I always enjoyed mm-hmm. like the family dynamic because I always, like, who doesn't want to have a family of superheroes? 
or want their family to become Trump, these yeah. superheroes. So watching it, I'm like, I, oh, I can see my dad in there. And like, it, it's the same number of like two parents and three kids, just like my family. So I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. Mm. Um, the middle child, uh, Flash, is it? No. Dash. Dash. Dash, I'm like, he's arrogant. He's annoying, just like me. The sister's moody, just like my sister. My brother's not young like Jack Jack. Um, <laughs> obviously, he's a little older. Um, mm-hmm. but he also like, he, he combined a lot of talents, my brother, uh, before he had his, uh, his mental break, but he, mm-hmm. he, he was a comedian. He was like brave. He was like everything. Like he it was a combination of everything. Just like Jack Jack has a combination of powers. And my dad, yeah. I always viewed my dad as like this indestructible, strong superhero type man. Like most, most guys, uh, view their father. And my mom was. Mm-hmm like the perfect mom in essence and took care of everything and was like just a super she was a wonder woman so for me mm. like that because it like there was so many similarities to my family just watching it that's why i had such a connection to it plus it's the fantastic four like come on the perfect family <laughs> i mean yeah sure like, I'd, I'd love to see an actual fantastic four movie written and directed by brad bird like uh, he'd, he'd do an incredible job um, just, I, I don't know why, but something with this movie just never quite clicked with me. I, I really enjoy it, and I really enjoyed its sequel as well this year. Um, I haven't uh, seen the incredible... sequel yet. That's the okay. Thing. Um, well, I, I I put it at uh, I put the sequel at sixteen. Okay. On my on my list, um, but I, I I've got to say, of the seventeen Pixar films I've seen, uh, sixteen of them are amazing. So. <laughs> Ooh. Just because they're not in my top ten doesn't mean that. Oh yeah, right. no, <laughs> very, very true. Like it's, it's hard. This is super hard. Like just to pick, even putting them in order, ranking them. I went on yeah. like five to six websites as well because I was like, okay, what are they? Like how many mi- movies are there? And like, okay, and I'm just ranking them, and they're like ranking all twenty. Work and it, pretty much every single one started with, we're completely wrong. This list mm-hmm. is not right at all, because it's true. Because <laughs> yeah. Because every connection you have with this mo- with any of these movies, is it, they they're able to connect to you personally, and it brings back memories, mm, mm, which yeah. is unfair. Movies are not supposed to do that. <laughs> they're not supposed to connect to you emotionally. <laughs> they're supposed to connect to you just visually. <laughs> but Pixar just goes, "We're gonna do it. We're gonna we're gonna make you feel these movies." I think you've misunderstood what movies are for, but uh, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. We'll, uh, we'll move we'll move on um so your so this is number six yours is brave mine is the credibles what's your number five um sorry uh brave was number seven inside out was number six. Oh, sorry um, yeah. my number f- my, num- my number five i made the confusion uh my number five is coco okay um so that one uh, came out at the start of this year have you seen it i have not i I, i've been my girlfriend saw it and she's like you have to see it but it's emotional and i'm like i'm i i don't know if i can do it (laughs) like i like this this whole year has been really weird for me emotionally because i'll watch Mm. i'll watch like this top 10 thing and i'll be like okay cool cool and this one thing like a a dog getting returned to its owner and i'm like already crying i started watching Mm. uh this is us and i was an emotional mess I was like Kleenex, uh, Haagen-Dazs ice cream, just eating and just crying. Like my mascara was running. It was horrible. My girlfriend's looking over at me like, you're worse than a woman. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm, I'm, she's like, I'm on my period in this and, and I'm not even crying. And you look like you just broke up with the man of your dreams. 
<laughs> yeah, so uh, when she said it was emotional, I'm like, I can't handle it. I, I don't think it's going to be good. I'm going to be calling her. Wait, sorry, what are we talking about now? Coco. Which for- Coco, you haven't seen Coco? I haven't what? seen it, and she. but my girlfriend said it's emotional. So I'm like, I, I don't want to run the risk of turning into a woman crying all over again. I can't do oh, it. Oh, no, I was asking, sorry, no, I was asking what you were crying about. Oh, I was, uh, was uh, this is us. Ah, right. Have you okay. seen it? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think so. It's, Maybe. It's the movie, uh, movie, it's a TV show about three siblings. Oh, no, I've not seen it, sorry, I think of something else. Okay, no, this this is us, it's a, it's a very, very... It takes place in the past and in the present, mm-hmm. and it's just it hits you in the feels, man. Hits you in the feels. <laughs> okay. If you want to punish yourself for no other reason, watch this. Just it, you're having a great day. Watch this is us. You'll still have a good day, but you'll have a good cry because it just so emo- <laughs> it hits you in the motions, man. It just it's so it's it's a Pixar of TV. It's the Pixar of TV. That's what I'm calling it. Oh, wow. It's done. So. Where would that come in your Pixar top 10 list? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> We're not doing that, man. <laughs> it, it, it falls at number five. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, Coco, uh, incredible film. Um, beautifully animated. It was one that I watched and then suddenly felt very passionate about who won Best Animation that year in the Oscars. Okay. Um, and, Co- and Coco did win it, so I was, I was happy. Um, but... Uh, yeah, it's great. It tells what I feel is quite a, well. I was going to say quite an original story. It's just a story I've not heard before. I, I, I do believe it is in fact a uh, a retelling of, of an existing story. Mm-hmm. But it is uh, it's done very well. Yeah, no, I I saw um, it. The, the animation looks gorgeous with the uh, candy skulls and the Mexican mm. uh, the Latino flavor. Sorry, um, it mm-hmm. just it looks beautiful, and I do want to watch it. I'm just I I think I'm going to need to. Ha- be a little more stable you know not too emotional for it <laughs> it's not fully emotional all the way through there's a, there's a few be- beats at the end but uh yeah you're not gonna be crying your eyes out the whole time oh thank god last thing i need my mascara to <laughs> run um <laughs> so my number f- we're at number five right because i'm a yeah we're at number five yeah number five my number five is brave okay yeah because because of that emotional connection um yeah just and it's so beautiful um yeah and then my number four is up okay yeah because because of that like it's pretty much it's the first like 10 minutes that's that connection plus the the connection to what was going on in my life at the time just puts it so far up there and i just i love the interaction between the old man the dog and the kid my name is russell and I am a wilderness explorer in Tribe 54, Sweat Lodge 12. Are you in need of any assistance today, sir? No. I could help you cross the street. No. I could help you cross your yard. No. I could help you cross your porch. No. Well, I gotta help you cross something. Uh, no, I'm doing fine. Mm. And... Yeah, they're a good team. They are, and... All through my family, whenever someone gets distracted, th- we all yell squirrel. <laughs> it's a it's a running gag in my family. So like my dad will talk and then he'll just mention something else and then all you hear my mom go squirrel. And at first I'm like what what? And then it it slowly started clicking and like so- someone else, my brother and my brother would go squirrel and would be like what? And it just a continually running gag in my family mm. and it's it's just mm. hilarious and we all bust up laughing whenever it happens. Oh, I. 
I just, I just want to talk about Pixar even more. Like, I, I don't, I don't feel like we're we're gonna have enough time here or enough enough topics to cover. But I just want to go through every every beat of it because you saying Squirrel to me like, oh my god, all Pixar films are just so quotable. And you know, there's an entire podcast in just Pixar quotes, probably. Done. Look, we have another podcast we can start. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> This soon I'm gonna have nothing but I'm not even gonna work. I'm just gonna podcast all day, just podcast. Mm-hmm. So, yep. so uh, what's your number four? Okay, so this is getting harder oh, and yeah. harder mm-hmm. because now at this point they're all getting so close. Yeah. Um, like as we've been talking, I've been changing around my top four. I've, like, they, I've shuffled them completely. <laughs> it looks it looks completely different to how this episode started. <laughs> um, so now my number four is Toy Story two. Okay. Um, just because that's pro- that's probably the one that I watched the most um, w- when I was a kid, and well, probably never never really stopped watching it. It's one of those films that I just know so well and enjoy every time I watch. Um, it's it's your, it's your standard adventure of getting friends back together and with new characters added to to an existing great cast, mm-hmm. uh, a great cast of characters, and uh, yeah, it's just got it's got everything. So I don't really have that much of a connection to Toy Story 2. For me, mm-hmm. it's probably my 11th movie in the top oh, 10 mm. because I don't have that okay. connection to it. Like, I I love the movie. Like, don't get me wrong. We've already mm. said it multiple times. This is the hardest list of life to make. Um, <laughs> but for me, I didn't have that connection. I guess it was just when it came out during my life, my per- period in my mm-hmm. life, I wasn't in a spot to really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So that for me is the reason why I didn't make my top ten. Okay, that's fine. You, you've 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 uh, uh, sold yourself there, on, or sold sold me there on why that's acceptable. <laughs> of course, I'm completely wrong in your view, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, you're wrong, but it's cool. I don't mind. Uh, but you're wrong, <laughs> but it's fine. What's your number three? Okay, again, this is still very difficult. Uh, Toy Story three. <sighs> okay. Um, See now this one it because the Toy Story films have been a big part of my life, and I know this just came at a time like I, th- I watched this one in the cinema, and it it came at a time when I think I was leaving home. Oh, did um, see when it came out? Oh no, no, I was a year away from leaving home, but I was close. <laughs> um, it was it was very much on my mind, so I guess that kind of I yeah you know, associated with it there, but. There's so many bits of just like say Andy has grown up now, yeah. Um, and I, th- I think it's what like uh, is it eleven years between the two of them. Uh, yeah, it's eleven years between Toy Story two and three. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, to see that Andy has grown up and the way that the film deal deals with that, like the opening, uh, the opening sort of scene or when the credits run, you've got that uh, that that great song. You've got a friend in me. Oh God, um, that's along, which which is everybody knows that song. Yeah. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. When the road looks rough ahead and you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed, you just remember what your past said. Boy, you got a friend in me. Everybody who's born on this planet knows that song. Um, and, uh, it 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 gets to the line our friendship will never die and the music cut out cut out and uh randy newman's voice just echoes away 
and that's it. And then you see Andy's grown up. He doesn't play with his toys anymore. There's about 10 of them left. They're all in a crate. Everybody else is gone. And that's hard-hitting enough. Um, but purely for nostalgic reasons, probably not so much for anybody who had never seen a Toy Story film before. Yeah. Um, and then the film just gets worse and worse and worse. And so when you see that Woody is gone and you you, you think that he's going to you know spend his time at the, uh, the daycare... Um, you know that that all goes wrong, and they come and get him. But then, they they, they go to a tip, and they end up in a furnace, and they're all gonna die. And the dude, the amount that Pixar. Oh my god, I'm I'm literally I've got uh, uh, tears coming out of my eyes. Um, the amount that Pixar sort of went towards. Yeah, we're gonna kill them all now, and they held on that for a long time before they rescued them. Oh yeah, and 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 that that scene so. I don't know if you've seen the video, but there's a kid who recut Toy Story 3 mm. so that it ends just as, like, that the penultimate moment in the furnace. Oh. He oh. cuts it, and he cuts it. The credits rolls. You hear that you got a friend in me, and the mom is just, like, bawling her eyes out. She doesn't know. <laughs> and then, the, like, the next day, they tell her that it was a joke, that it doesn't really end there, and they show her the ending. And she oh just like loses god. it. I'm I'm watching it. I'm like, oh my god, no, 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 not Woody, not Buzz. Yeah. And they're all holding hands, and you're like, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> and oh god, get emotional. Hold it together, Phil. Hold it together. <laughs> it's that. I think that's probably one of the uh, the the most emotional Pixar moments. Do you disagree? No, I don't, and that's why I have uh, Toy Story higher up in my li- Toy Story three higher up in my list. Okay, that's fair. It is, yeah. I mean, I mean, now it's top three. They are all the same at this point for me. Yeah. It's 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 the one, one, and one, and then we'll go to the fourth film in my list. Yeah, um, I I would have to agree. They're they're like pretty much connected. Mm, pretty much, it's mm. tied for first place in my list as well. So. Yeah, it's distinguishing which one is better than the other is like choosing like which Your favorite f- child. <laughs> well, I don't have any children, thank God. Um, well, me neither, the- but I can yeah. I can imagine. In fact, no, yeah. I think this is probably harder than choosing your favorite child. Yeah, yeah. And when when I do finally <laughs> like, I have a nephew. When he's old enough, I know I'm gonna start with start with Toy Story one. I'm gonna wait a year to two to get Toy Story two then wait another two to three years before Toy Story 3 because you can't watch those back to back because you God, don't get no, the connection. Be... You can't get the connection. You need that connection. I'd ruin the films. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, would, I would be tempted to even, like, say, so Toy Story came out in 1995 and Toy Story 2 was 1999, so we've got to wait four years. And then Toy Story 3 happens 11 years later, so... <laughs> I don't think my sister will allow that to happen. <laughs> um, I think I can get a year between each movie. I think she'll she'll agree to a year to a year and a half, okay. and I think that's fine. I think I can mm-hmm. do that. I think I can probably pull the time difference with the the Star Wars movies more than with the uh, with the Pixar because my sister is a huge Disney Pixar fan. So mm. putting putting time frame between them, don't think that's going to happen. If you were to do that time thing with uh, with Star Wars, what you're going to do? Spend ten years on the original trilogy, wait twenty years, then do the prequels. <laughs> no, 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 and, and just always have your nephew like twenty or or whatever years behind uh, everybody else. No, I'm not years. gonna. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I think I'm gonna st- give him uh, the fir- the prequels first. We're gonna start with the prequels. Ooh. 
Yeah, I know it's controversial, but no, I can't do the prequels. <laughs> That's the problem. You have to start with the original trilogy, then go to the prequels. Yeah, you then, do, don't you? Yeah, because because you don't want to ruin the Luke, I am your father moment. Spoiler exactly. alert. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but if you don't know, come on. These movies have been out since the seventies. Come mm. on. Uh, but yeah, you need because that that moment in Empire Strikes Back is so pivotal and it's one of the misquoted quotes of life <laughs> like everybody mainly, gets it mainly by toy story 2 yes um so yeah it brings us back brings us back to the list so your number three is toy story 3 okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mine is monsters inc okay well Mo- monsters inc is number two for me okay look i think i have a plan here Using mainly spoons, we dig a tunnel under the city and release it into the wild. Spoons. That's it. I'm out of ideas. We're closed. Hot air balloon? Too expensive. Giant slingshot? Too conspicuous. Enormous wooden horse? Too Greek. Okay. It's, mm. it's fair. Monster yeah. Inc. is just... Again, it starts off... It, go, it starts at one place and then completely changes emotionally. Mm. mm for me and all the little details as well because like they created a full world like yeah i think i think that was the thing for me is that that's when pixar was just like okay here is a brand new idea in a completely different world and this is all very unfamiliar but then also very familiar at the same time yeah um (sighs) yeah and I, i think that's that's why this one's so high for me is because of the creativity that went into this film and the script writing as well. Like I could probably recite this entire script to you. I would be very impressed if you did. <laughs> um, I don't know if we have the time for it, but it's it's an um, just just the fact that like in one scene, if you look at uh, Sully is with uh, Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a scene. If you look at his chair, there's a hole in it for his tail. Like, there's so many little things that Pixar does. Like, apparently, also, every single hair on Sully's body is an individual hair. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that is insane. The computing power alone is amazing for just that. Yeah, it is. And they did this uh, six years after Toy Story. Yeah. And, like, I saw the sequel. It's definitely not in my top ten. It's in my no, bottom. Me neither. It's like probably my bottom five, if, if mm-hmm. I'm being honest. I wasn't mm-hmm. a big fan of it, but this movie just because it came out when I was just young, and I was like, "Oh, this is amazing! It's so much fun." The, mm-hmm. It just there's so much to it. Oh, boo, too. And and then the, the the most emotional scene again at the end with the door. Oh, oh yeah, man. I forgot about that too. It just hits you. Such great films. They are. Just so <laughs> I just want to watch them all again and then talk about it more. Uh, I'm probably going to just, just I'm going to watch a Pixar movie f- t- tonight. I'm just going to lie on my couch, wrapped in a blanket with haagen ice cream, watching Pixar movies. That's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, you said you're number three. Your number two is, Toy- uh, is Monsters, Inc. Mm-hmm. Mine is the original Toy Story. Okay, yeah, sure. Because it came out when I was young and I just, with my toys, like I said before, I have a real connection to this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's your yeah, name? Yeah, you, 
you sounded like a perfect age for Toy Story to oh, come yeah. out. Uh, I was yeah. the perfect age, like it connected, it hit everything. I didn't find mm-hmm. Sid scary because I was a little grown up for it, but mm-hmm. I did find him. He reminded me a lot because he reminded me of some characters from different movies that came out around that time, like the Sandlot mm-hmm. and, um, oh, what's the other one? There's the Sandlot, the Mighty Duck movies, and just like those good kid slash preteen movies that were coming out around in the early 90s so yeah. for me I, I just associated him kind of with the the baddies in that those movies so i wasn't yeah. too scared but i can understand someone being scared of sid he is twisted it's sid and uh, like all, all the toys that oh that he, god that yeah he makes like even though i knew very well that like they all that they're all good guys and they help out in the in the end but still every time i saw them they were scary the 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 spider was it the spider head? Uh, the, yeah, the spider with the baby head. That was creepy. Ugh. Now the, the the one that I didn't like was the uh, the really long legs sort of fishing rod thing. Oh the 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 hooker. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, clearly, I, n- I never put that together when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> I only just realised that. Uh, <laughs> Ruining your childhood movie now, right? <laughs> you can you can thank Screen Rant for that one. Okay. Well, it's um, it's solid. <laughs> um. So, what is your number one movie? Um. Well, we've already said Did, that it, that it is Toy Story three and it is Monsters Inc. But it also is Finding Nemo. Oh, Finding Nemo is your number one. Yeah. Well, quote unquote number one. Ah, oh, why why is Finding Nemo number one for you? I think for very similar reasons to Monsters Inc. Um, in that they created a whole new world mm-hmm. um wait did i just no uh yeah where well, they created a whole new world and uh it's got so many great characters like we said earlier it's an incredibly quotable movie um and it's just great fun at all moments it's true it is it it, it all of the movies in Pixar are quotable yeah but i i, I think finding nemo is at, is at the top of top of that pile though Okay, I fully respect quote, quote, quotability. The quotability of yeah, if 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 I was going by quotability, yeah, it's it's head and shoulders above the other ones mm. because you have such really distinct characters, and each one of them you can quote. You know, I, th- I think actually I just worked out what that Pixar podcast would be. It's essentially what we've just done, where we're ranking all the movies, um, but we do it by a different standard. Ooh, each that episode. Would- that would be very so. One good. episode we rank by by uh, quotability. Other ones we'd rank by uh, animation style, um, yeah. stuff like that. That's, that's probably it. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen, for the future <laughs> podcast hosted by myself and Harry called "What the Pixar," coming soon <laughs> to your earbuds. Um, I don't know if that's a good name, but it, it came to me. Um, yeah. For me, yeah, my, you're number one. Let's hear it. Is Toy Story three. Uh, okay, yeah. And yeah. the biggest reason is because um, of when they, it's the ending really that just mm. cements it for me where you mm. see Andy driving off, you see Woody oh. and the kids with the new girl, with their new and, uh, master and it's just. The thing is, it's, it's that you've, you've already, you've been taken to your emotional height already where suddenly, oh my God, they're all going to die and you, you've, you just about got over that, and you know you tried your face off, 
And then suddenly it's like, oh no, now they've got to say goodbye to Andy. And they are actually saying goodbye to Andy. And then you realise that it can get worse than five minutes ago. Yeah. And it's, but it's, you're not, it's a mixture of sadness and happiness. Because you're sad that Mm, mm. Andy's kind of like giving up his childhood. Mm Mm-hmm. It, with giving uh, giving uh, uh, the toys away, Woody, Buzz, and that. But at the same time, you're super happy because instead of being neglected or destroyed at the uh, mm. at the daycare, they're going to be brought into a loving house where this little girl is going to be able to grow up and have new adventures and new stories with them. Yeah, and so you're you're happy, but at the same time you're sad, and you're you don't know what to feel. And when this movie coming was coming out, I was pretty much doing the exact same thing. I was like transitioning into more adulthood, so I didn't need my toys, mm-hmm. and I didn't need my stuffed animals or like my 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 buddies there, you know. So it was just so like it just hit like everything was a convergence like for some reason pixar is really good at putting out movies at very important points in your life and you just yeah. connect to them <laughs> it's pure connection of emotions to these movies i i don't have a connection emotional connection to other movies like my favorite movies like there's no emotional connection to it versus mm-hmm. like pixar movies like every single pixar movie i have an emotional that i've seen i have an emotional connection to i've got that with harry potter as well Oh, but that's that's my, my my age, and you know, being British helps. Yeah, um, but I for the films, I was pretty much the same age as Harry is in those films. Uh, okay, I was slightly older than Harry when those came out. Like when the books came out, I think I was around the same age. I love the books, mm-hmm. but I I enjoy the movies. Um, I just mm-hmm. recently rewatched them, reread the books as watching the movies. So I finished the book, watched the movie, finished the book, watched the movie. So okay, yeah, yeah. That's the only way you you have to do it, and I can't wait to like. I'm looking forward to my nephew, so I can introduce him to that. Oh, mm-hmm. So many good things for him. I'm a little jealous that he doesn't have to friggin' wait. He can watch them like in a weekend. <laughs> yeah, but that that takes him away from it. Yeah, you should, given the Harry Potter books or movies, whatever you do, at the age that he should be, you know, so we can get excited I've... to receive his Hogwarts letter at the end of summer. I think I will probably do that. Yeah, he was... I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. That's what I'm going to do. Because <laughs> with that, you can't just give him one movie a year or one book a year, whatever, whatever you choose. Or the book I, and the movie, actually, yeah. I think, yeah, because his birthday is in, in the summer, so he'll get the book, and then for Christmas, he'll get the oh. movie. Oh, great, because they're good Christmas movies, too. Oh, yeah, they're so great. And, like, mm. how awesome would it be to be able to, like, you know, oh, everything is, like, right on the, a major feast in front of you. Like, mm-hmm. oh, now I want to watch the Harry Potter movies. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Why did you do this to me, Harry? I'm sorry. Oh. But, yes, getting back to the Pixar movies. So, yeah, okay. So, well, we've done our top tens. Yeah, we have done our top tens. What are the three that you didn't see? Uh, well, I was thinking, what, what do we uh, recap our top 10s and actually just read out our top 20s each? If, okay. Uh, if, if you've ranked that far. I didn't rank that far because I was like, I can't rank the rest. Because, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll do mine. So number one for Phil is Toy Story 3. Number two is Toy Story. Number three, Monsters, Inc. Four is Up. Five is Brave. Six, The Incredibles. 
7. Wally. 8. Inside Out. 9. Finding Nemo. And number 10 is Ratatouille. Cool. Yeah. Uh, for me, my number 1 is Finding Nemo. Number 2 is Monsters, Inc. Number 3 is Toy Story 3. Number 4 is Toy Story 2. Number 5 is Coco. Number 6, Inside Out. Number 7, Brave. Number 8, Toy Story. Number 9, Wally. And finally, number 10 is Up. Uh, the ones I've, I've got after my top 10 I have ranked, but uh, again, this, is, this means nothing. 11, 11 is Ratatouille. Uh, 12 is A Bug's Life. 13 is Monsters University. 14 is Finding Dory. 15 is The Incredibles. 16, The Incredibles 2. 17, Cars, which I found to be very average when I watched mm-hmm. it the other day for in preparation for this. And then the three I've not seen, uh, The Good Dinosaur, Cars 2, and Cars 3. Uh, I would have to agree with your list. Yeah? I, I think I would have, because uh, I didn't see Incredibles 2, it would probably be lower on my list. Mm. Um, I haven't seen Cars 2 or 3 or The Good Dinosaur. So there's like four I haven't seen, and Coco. Mm-hmm. But Coco probably would be... Cl- just judging by how good it is from what you've said and what my girlfriend said, it's probably going to be fighting for number 10 mm. more than likely. Yeah. Um, but the rest of your ranking, I, I, I'm pretty sure I would agree fully with it. Maybe one or two slight changes, but overall I'm fine with your ranking. I probably put cars lower down on the list. Probably the cars would be the bottom three for me. <laughs> I mean, I've put, Cars one just ahead of the good dinosaur, which I've not seen. So, yeah, like it's, it, it it it's as low as it can fairly get, I, I reckon. Yeah, it probably would have dropped to uh, eighteen. Uh, yeah, no, it yeah. probably would be below the good dinosaur if you've seen the good dinosaur. But I imagine so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just I don't know. I like that it is a, again. They created a new world. Yeah, even then, cars. It's not a bad film. It's just. By Pixar standards, it's it was just okay. Yeah, that happened. I guess it's I guess because most of the other Pixar movies, there's a connection that you can be either for children or for adults. Mm. You have that connection, and I guess with Cars, it's more to, geared towards children mm-hmm. than anybody else. And uh, I think nice that's pun, by the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I just got my own pun. Bill's ah! <laughs> up there with the puns. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm good with the puns. Um, so I did put uh, out on my Facebook as well as the Facebook page, what's everybody's favorite Pixar movie. And a lot mm-hmm. of people were cursing at me because I said it, cause it wasn't, fa- they said it wasn't uh, fair. It wasn't fair. It, well, no, it's not fair. It's, it's not fair. And I, I fully understand why it's not fair. But mm. so I'm going to go through the the people on my list that they, they point out their number one. I asked them for their number one. I didn't even ask mm. for their top ten. I asked for their favorite. So I think if you'd have asked for their top three, that would have been that would have been harder. Well, some of them did give me their top three anyways. Okay, cool. <laughs> so we have Carlisle Laura, uh from Dunk Nose and Drag Nose podcast. I'm destroying his name. Uh, is Monsters <laughs> He's Inc. Not picked an easy name. <laughs> Yeah, he's not picky with anything. So we have Monsters, Inc. is his number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Melanie Wilson, a friend of mine. She says it's either Finding Nemo slash Dory, but it's, a close, but it's a close race with Ratatouille and Brave. Okay, that, she sounds like she's not very good at making up her mind. No, she's not. <laughs> I can tell you right off the bat, she's not. Um, 
Then we have because I I didn't find, find Finding Dory quite as good as Finding Nemo. I didn't find it as quotable. It's got its moments, absolutely got its moments, but uh, I didn't find it as uh, iconic. Perhaps oh. that's, in fact, no, entirely that's because Finding Nemo I watched when I was a kid many many times, and then Finding Dory is obviously much more recent. So yeah, I think it's just you weren't at the age bracket for it. Yeah. That's all. It happens. Sometimes you you fit the perfect age bracket for it. But -hmm. I think they, just like The Incredibles 2, I think Finding Dory was more, it could have been more fan service. And you were expecting to have the same feelings that you did when you watched Finding Nemo, Mm -hmm. that you did when watching Finding Dory, but you just didn't because you weren't in the age range that it was supposed to be. So do you think that for Finding Dory, they aimed that at... uh at new Pixar fans, whereas Toy Story 3, they aimed at old ones. I think so. I think they aimed Toy Story 3. I think Toy Story 3, all the Toy Stories actually, they aimed it for both groups, like new. Because you, mm. you can't be a new fan to the Toy Stories. You have to see the originals to understand mm, yeah. each one. Whereas Finding Dory is kind of a standalone movie. It, it is a. I haven't seen it, so I, I can't... I don't know, because uh, how do you... It doesn't introduce Dory again as to what 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 her, what her character is. You just the film relies on you knowing who everybody is. Well, you kind of get that from the trailer. I find. I don't remember. I I remember a trailer being like she's absent-minded. She's like, oh, I remember who my family mm. is, and then five seconds, like a bit later in the thing, she just like she forgets something and she goes off to something else. So you get the idea that she is someone who has a short memory span mm-hmm. and so you already know kind of the jokes that are going to come mm, whereas yeah. with the finding nemo it takes you you don't really learn that she doesn't have a memory mm. and but you also have all those quotable characters yeah yeah so yeah. for me that's that's why i think they they tried to shoot for the the younger crowd but as well trying to make a pleasement to the original fans and they mm-hmm. didn't it didn't work properly because you can pretty much have that movie as a standalone movie because it mm-hmm. doesn't really connect like finding nemo when it ends it ends whereas mm-hmm. with toy story you kind of figure there's going to be more because there's an evolution of the characters yeah that's true um, yes so moving on we have my friend <laughs> stephanie who goes up, oh wait, and Wally. Again, someone who can't make up their mind. <laughs> uh, um, okay. Uh, r- remind me where you put up and Wally. Uh, I put up as number four, and Wally was number seven. Okay, because I got up as ten and Wally as nine. Yeah, I never felt. Again, I watched these when I was, you know, like early 20s, so I guess that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, she probably did watch them um, probably a little later in her 20s. Um, mm-hmm. We have Alex Ryan from the Alex and Alex podcast. Mm-hmm. He goes, probably The Incredibles. It's a very mm-hmm. tough choice, though, which I fully agree. It is a super hard choice to make. Mm-hmm. Didn't make this easy for people. <laughs> uh, we have my friend Junie. Juna. I always forget how to pronounce her name, but she goes Toy Story. Duh. Um, okay. Yeah. Solid choice. Uh, no arguments there yeah. um, then my Stephanie Lemon uh, goes I have to go with Toy Story all three of them so that's fine yeah S- sure good 
Garrett Hunter from Boot Mike Boot Night. Uh, gonna mess up his thing. Boot Shanty mm-hmm. podcast. He goes Toy Story as well. Mm-hmm. My brother-in-law Brian. He goes Wally. Okay, which is fine. My cousin goes up. Is that Pixar? Question mark. Yes, Christine. <gasps> it is Pixar. I'm a little disappointed. Oh dear. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. Then I have my. Uh, we have a uh, a paragraph of reading. We have Candy, uh, a new mom. She goes the good dinosaur. I think this film is underrated. It has an extremely important message about loss and how to deal with it and the importance of forgiveness, not just for others, but for yourself as well. Mm-hmm. Following that inside out because it teaches kids how to handle emotions and opening up about your feelings, especially when they, they themselves don't understand what their feeling, feelings mean, which is true. That's what mm-hmm. inside out does. It teaches you the evolution of your feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have Sean Griffin. Those Toy Story and Wally are pretty high on my list. Getting a feeling that Toy Story is for a lot of people. Well, it's been around the longest. Yes. So. That's everybody's connection to Pixar is Toy Story. Yeah. Um, you have Mara. She goes A Bug's Life, Monsters, Inc., Toy Story 2, and The Incredibles. Again, not following that I need your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yannick goes The Incredibles. Uh, Amanda goes brave and up are battling it out for not first ratatouille mm-hmm. inside out coco toy story movies wally the incredibles cars and finding nemo but in no particular <laughs> order because that would just be asking too much <laughs> actually incredibles is up there it followed up with it uh you have dana goes a bug's life mm-hmm. and then uh the very famous dante oh yeah dante depending on how you want to pronounce his name and annoy him from uh, Play D&D and a cunt, Let's Get Contextual. You can't do this to me, man. Incredibles is amazing. Up is fantastic. Ratatouille, Wally, Monsters, Inc., Toy Story 2 and 3, Finding Nemo, all so good. So he wasn't <laughs> happy with me. There's a lot of more people I've, that, that commented on my profile than I thought. Uh, you have Monsters, Inc. coming from Carlo and Nick as well. Uh, Alicia goes Incredibles and Monsters, Inc., Kimmy goes Wadaturi and Toy Story. Then Alexandra, uh, e, uh, Eva goes uh, definitely Inside Out. And then Dante chips in, freak, forgot about Inside Out. <laughs> so that's nice. what the fans of the podcast chose as Oof. their number ones, which which is fine. Like, no one, you, you can't rank these movies. These movies are going to be debatable which one is best and which one's not because everyone mm. has a different connection mm, to them. Yeah. It's just unfair, but everybody knows Toy Stories, probably the Toy Stories probably would, would win the f- top three on nearly anybody's list. I, I, yeah, well, w- at least one of them, because I've got one yeah. of them in my top three. And uh, I reckon if you put it to the public vote, then uh, Toy Story 1 sounds like it's the... Uh, yeah, the from, from the list, it sounds like it. So we're coming to, a, to the end here, Harry. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give the floor again to you, the nice polished floor. You're in front of the stands of millions and millions of listeners. Please let them know about your podcast, where they can find your podcast. The floor is okay. yours, sir. So uh, Beyond the Box Set, you just have a look for Beyond the Box Set on uh, all good podcasting platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you like to listen to podcasts, we'll, uh, we'll be there. Um, you can also find us at beyondtheboxset.com and uh, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, I think. I don't know. I don't really do it. Um, 
my co-host does it, just to search for Beyond the Box Set and uh, we'll turn up uh, for Two Geeks, Two Movies. Again, just search Two Geeks, Two Movies on all social medias and uh, all good podcasting platforms and it'll it'll turn up. You'll, you'll, you'll find it. I... Um, yeah, that's pretty much it, really. Excellent. It sounds kind of like near the end, your, your polished pitcher for your podcast since you pretty much do it yourself at the end of every podcast. Yeah, yeah. You got your pitch down, perfect. And I'm going to shout out here. Um, you can find the Phil Better Show on all social medias at Phil Better Show, on most platforms that you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Spotify. Um, I'm not as polished as Harry because he's more professional than I am. He has two podcasts. I only have one. Um, but yes, please do give us a rating in iTunes, five stars. Give us a rating. Go check out Harry's podcast. You'll enjoy it. It's it's fun, and you can even throw in your submissions for some of the movies that have sequels, prequels, or whatever you. I've done a few. I've been on the show and given my sequel to a, a wonderful film called Wolf. To be fair, by the time that this episode of the Phil Better Show comes out, I believe that uh, that episode of Beyond the Box Set will be out. So yes, it should be. Uh, it, it, it drops. Uh, when does that episode drop for you? Uh, two days from now. So yes. <laughs> two days from now. So uh, by Thursday. So yeah, Thursday it's going to drop. This one drops in about two weeks about. So yeah, two weeks ago, uh, just before the end of Halloween, <laughs> um, you can listen to me uh, sling my theories about what the sequel to Wolf should be with Jack Nicholson. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank Harry for joining me on this very difficult podcast to rank. <laughs> the top 10 Pixar movies. I want to thank you for listening and I want to wish you all a good night. I do have a, uh, a quick little fun fact I wanted to throw in at the end. Yes, Sorry go to, ahead. Uh, throw off your, your whole outro there. It's fine. <laughs> um, Incredibles 2, if it, uh, so it came out in June 2018 this year, um, which means it is eligible for this year's Oscars. Um, and if it does win Best Animation, bear in mind Incredibles 1 did win Best Animation, then Pixar will have won Best Animation for half of its films. Jesus. Half of the films. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think any movie studio has ever done that. Half no. of their films get nominated. No. Or well, for, win, for, sorry, for, win. For, for, best, for Best Animation. Yeah, win, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Um, like Disney only has three so far. Pixar's on nine. Disney has three. Well, technically, Disney now has nine as well, but... Well, on on this Wikipedia list, it's still separate. (laughs) Yeah, makes sense. And on that amazing note, do you have any... Before we go, do you have any more fun facts for the fans? No, 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 I don't. (laughs) Sorry. Quick. A sequel to... Sequel to... What, the Pixar list? Yes. Um, okay, well, I feel like it's got to be another list of some kind. Okay. Uh, oh, oh no, I, I, I know what it is. I know exactly what it is. Go. The top ten Pixar shorts. Ooh, that, that, Jesus. That's uh, another <laughs> argument waiting to happen. Maybe next time when you're on the show, that's our next topic. Or maybe oh, not. Dear. Or maybe oh. not. Maybe, maybe we'll pitch a sequel to a movie. We'll still... Uh, your your thunder from beyond the box set. Wait, am I invited onto the show for this? Oh yeah, you would be. When okay, next so time, just, th- 
So it's just beyond the box set with the Phil Better branding. Yes, pretty much. Both All you right, and yeah, sure. you and John are both welcome. We'll pitch a whole movie. We'll we'll leave it up to the fans. They get to choose <laughs> what movie we have to pitch sequels to. And sure. it's gonna be and you know what? I won't tell you. We have to come live. It will be a live pitching of a sequel. We'll all work together for it. Oh, okay. Yep, sure. Because you guys sure. are famous for p- planning out a whole days ahead of what your sequels will be and not minutes before the podcast goes live. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Of course, of course we always prepare. <laughs> your constant professionalism. Constant yeah. professionalism at the Beyond the Box set, unlike here at the Phil Better Show, which pretty much we decide 20 minutes before the show shows up. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, again, I want to thank Harry for coming on. I want to thank you for listening, and uh, have a good night. Uh, good night to you as well. <laughs>